Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you thought yesterday's show was bad, wait till you hear this. Leave your thoughts in the comments, please. Mm. Zach Sang Show. Feeling good on this Thursday. Jesse going to be in the studio. Not in studio, just kidding. She's going to be Zooming us. Yeah. Or like, yeah, Zooming. Something like that. Video chat. Hi, Cam. Hey. Hi, Dan. Hey. My sweet prince, Carlos Camera. <laughs> sweet prince. Hello. Carlos has been a, like a two weeks now with the nickname. What do you think? Is it sticking? Well, so my mom listens. And so she's like, why is he calling you that? <laughs> I still don't know to this you day. I honestly don't know either, but I'm just going to ride with it. Like, I feel it in my gut and in every crevice and... Part of my body, and I uh, just I'm gonna sweet prince. And you know what? Zach usually gives out terrible nicknames that I'm like, no, we're not doing that. But I don't hate sweet. I prince. was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> like for whatever reason, it's Damn. sticking for me. Damn. Yeah. So kudos, Zach. Feels good to have finally made it. Good job. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, gosh, so much going on on this National Pumpkin Day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a pumpkin day because like it's very much a pumpkin season. Did you get yours yet? I have a lot of pumpkins uh, around my house. And you know that our very own Kelsey, Cheeky Kels, claims that she's an expert pumpkin carver. I don't believe that for no, a second. Sister claims that's that she bullshit. can carve our faces onto pumpkins and stuff. That's a claim? No, I swear to God. I'm going to hold her to that. We should put it to the test, right? Let's yes. go to it. I've been prepping her for this bit for months since she told me she can carve pumpkins and takes it seriously. She should do this. I really would like those, but... I think carving pumpkins is one of the messiest, most boring things in the entire world. Well, you're right, Daniel. It's not boring, but it is messy. Well, it's boring when you screw it up and then you get really angry about it and then (laughs) you you start yelling. It's a whole thing. Um, But did you see the TikTok hack where you take like like one of those things that you beat eggs with? An egg beater? A mixer? Yeah. And uh, like the electric one, and you put it on, and you put it inside the pumpkin, and yeah. it gets all the guts out. I've seen that. Have you seen the TikTok thing where you cut a hole in the bottom of the pumpkin instead of the top? Have you what? seen this? Oh, so you know how you put the little lantern or candle or whatever inside it, right? Yeah. So instead of cutting a hole in the top with like a little cap that you put on, oh, that's good. You cut underneath it and then set the pumpkin on top of the candle. Oh, I like that. Wow, that's pretty cool. Took us that long to figure seamless. that out. Holy yeah. shit! But there also but, is something kind of nice to like popping the little cap off the pumpkin top. You can still do that, but on its butthole now instead. Some people oh. like it down there, you know. And then you stick your hand in there and clean out with yeah. the insides. In, in, in a way, it makes more sense. In a way, you know? it's more biologically accurate. <laughs> I do love pumpkin seeds. Mm. I don't ever eat those, Cameron. I don't even know how to eat them. I know people roast them and stuff. Uh, you yeah. put them in your mouth, chew <laughs> oh, a little thanks. bit. Thanks, but like, then, uh, but, but do you spin them out? Do you like, like, do you no, it's not crack a, a shell? Seed. No, you just bake them to oblivion so they're soft enough. Oh, yeah, yeah that's good. They're good. They sell them at uh, a lot of places. Trader Joe's. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> it's also National Chicken Fried Steak Day. So what is a chicken fried steak? So that is steak. Correct me if I'm wrong battered, and then fried, like yeah. chicken. It's like fried chicken yeah. with steak. Interesting. But I've never had pork. That. Is it really? Yeah. It's pork? It's not beef? I'm pretty sure. Why would they call it steak then? Prince, can you... Uh, see, sweet I prince. can't say it. You, Google, Google, you Google, say it, what Zach? is a chicken fried steak, my sweet prince? There you go. Chicken fried steak, 
also known as country fried steak, is an American breaded cutlet dish consisting of a piece of beef steak oh. coated with seasoned flour and either Oof. deep fried yada yada yada. Where are you at? It tastes like pork. Oh, Jesus. Well, it ain't pig, it's a cow. <laughs> I think in some countries it's pork. It's, you're, you're off. <laughs> you're off. Oh, God. Well, happy chicken fried steak day. Happy mm. pumpkin day. Uh, I got some life stuff that I want to get into in a few. Also, uh, a lot of people on TikTok uh, complaining about stuff. We'll get into that. And I don't know what's going on here. Generation Z doesn't want, uh, they, they don't want to see the lovey-dovey stuff on their screens. I don't even know what that means, but we'll dissect it with you in a few. Nobody wants to see that. As we navigate this day together, coming from you, Dan, who has a girlfriend. Do you see anything posted about it? You've never posted once about your girlfriend. That's no, correct. I would never do that. Cameron Cameron and his wife, they do occasionally post, but it's not yeah. lovey-dovey. It's like, no, oh, look at us. We're, on, we're in Paris. I think we go in phases, We're though. in Paris. And when you're in Paris, you deserve it. They don't do it just like, oh, it's fall. Let's take a photo in front of the leaves and look cute. Like, no one wants to see that. Get ready. It's coming down. <laughs> I oh, will post that. Yeah. You're going to Vermont to take it with that yeah. girl? Yeah, why not? Oh, that's cute. Let's do it. It's not fall until Cam takes his fall pics, right? Oh, that's right, is babe. That you and your boyfriend take your fall photo shoot yet? No, Dan, we have not done a fall photo shoot. No. You should take, you and your boyfriend should take Sweet Prince Carlos <laughs> and like make a pile of leaves. Yeah. Oh, and oh do a photo shoot. Will you do, will you do a fall photo shoot for us, my Come Sweet on. Prince? I will. Oh my God, there thank you go. so much. And then you have to hold up a little sign with a date on it. Oh. So everybody thinks you're expecting. We do but talk. really it's like the, the date that you started dating or something. That's cute. We right? do talk about having babies all the time. Do you? Yeah, we do. We have that conversation um, rather often. I, I, I'm uh, afraid to tell you. I don't know if it's scientifically possible. Well, yeah, I know that. Okay, thank you for breaking Does breaking that news to me. Boyfriend, now we keep trying, figuring <laughs> it out, and we're like doing the trying to get on our the right cycle. You know what I have to say? Uh, if anybody can do it, I think you can. You're, thank you so much. Keep trying. <laughs> I love when people say they're trying for a baby, and I know we've talked about this before. Like we're gonna start trying for a baby. I'm like, I know what that means. Yeah. Having a lot of sex. They're doing the thing. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it's just funny. Yeah, like, we're trying for a baby. Yeah, so you're trying. Like, you're, you're doing what it takes to make a baby. Yeah. yeah. Which breaking news, Dan? It's doing that. The the to do. Speaking of, uh, I only got a few minutes. I'm going home to try. So let's make it quick. <laughs> shall we? A, by the way, Cameron has a vasectomy. Okay. I don't have it yet. <laughs> snip, <laughs> snip. He wants one. Don't tease me with a good time. Oh, <laughs> uh, by the way, Jordan has joined the conversation. Hi, Jordan. Oh, your mic's not on. Not, try now. Hello. Oh, there you go. You sound so good. Oh, you sound thank good. you. I'm going to call HR. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I uh, Go ahead. No, go ahead, Dan. No, whatever you were going to say was definitely more fascinating than what I was going to say. No, nah, I think you were going to say something about trying for babies or something. No, I was going to say Jordan's wearing brown pants today, and <laughs> I have been thinking about getting a pair of brown pants. Wow. Good stuff. I told you whatever Cameron is, had to say was more. It, it is weird because Dan only wears black every day. I know. And I've been like, a couple, I'm like, look, I'm like, do I get the dark dark blue dickies? Do I get the brown dickies or just get another black pair? Of yeah, but you know that if you try to color outside of your lines, <laughs> you're not going to like it and end up returning it and regretting it. No, that's 100% true. Accurate. That's so. why I'm just thinking about it. Okay, got it. <laughs> well, think about it and then just to not do it. Yeah. Right. Well, it's kind of like a tattoo. If you If you want it for long <laughs> enough, eventually you'll get it. Well, I can't. Not not me. I've wanted the same tattoo for years, and I haven't got it. And a glass of iced tea on the, my side says that's refreshing. Well, wait a couple weeks, and then we will bring you the documentary Behind the Pants <laughs> with Jordan. Or we should call it Inside the Pants. Inside the Pants. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck to you buying a pair of brown pants. I know it's a big decision. It is. Buying anything's a big decision. 
Not really. Yes, it is. When I you, mean, not for you. You, you go from mental illness. No, I mean, I have trouble spending ten dollars. You're like, oh, ten thousand for a giant M and M. By the way, yeah. bo both are different versions of mental illness. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Which ones you, you rather have? I'd rather have mine than yours. I mean, a little bit, but you live a very <laughs> dread, dreary life that's very bland. Yeah, but you're gonna be poor with a bunch of toys. Okay, touche. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like I'm living in fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse, and I'll have no money in my bank account. That's Dude, fine. Do you know how expensive sweatpants are these days? I went to the Nike store because I was like, I always buy like the cheap, you know, three dollars sweatpants on Amazon, and I was like, I'm gonna get myself a nice pair of sweatpants. I went to the Nike store; they were 135 dollars. No, dude. Yeah, Jesus no, you have no Christ. idea. My, my mom started praying for me when she watched me go into Lululemon to buy sweatpants. She yeah. was like, what, how much are you going to pay for that? Oh, it was like, it's like 160 bucks. It's 160 dollars, something like that, and even yeah. like pullovers. Yeah, I have a policy. What is I it? don't pay for sweatpants. Where I get it? them for free or I, I don't have them. Where are you getting for free? <laughs> Cameron, what? I, have, I think I have some with like a vitamin brand on them that I oh, got from it, some pile somewhere. just a walking billboard and all those sweatpants have the stupid freaking uh, elastic at the ankles. Well, those the, are the no, worst. No, the, that's, no, you want the elastic. It depends I hate on the style. But no, because then the elastic's so tight you can't get your feet through. <laughs> no. Just me? your elastic. Listen, no, dude, I got tight elastic and I got fat feet. <laughs> Story of my life. Yeah, title your book that one. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a good book Fat title. Fat feet and a tight elastic hole? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm going to go Shit. back to the drawing board yeah. okay. on the elastic hole part. Okay, yeah. But it is it is an elastic hole that's at the bottom of sweatpants. It's yeah, true. But, yeah, but it just depends on the style you want. Like the, the, There's one clarity on that. It's not another <laughs> shape, right, that I'm just like fucking missing. The $130 sweatpants at Nike, they had the elastic. They had the non-elastic ones, but I chose to for the elastic ones, and I chose to put them back on the shelf when I saw the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know wow. what? want to know something, though? What, Dan? I called my mom and complained about this. Oh, you know what she said? What'd she say? She said, Dan, you wear sweatpants a lot. You should buy the sweatpants. Wow. Jesus. I thought she was going to say, tough shit, Dan. No. That's life. No, but sometimes you should treat yourself. That's what she said. Are you my mom? I mean, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> Honestly? I think we're really getting to something here. <laughs> we really are. This is called a breakthrough. Uh, I like it. Uh, so you, did you buy them or no? No, I'm going to go later this uh, weekend and get some sweatpants. Uh, Will you, you text us when you get them? Yeah, I'll send you all the picture from the dressing room. Let me okay. know what size you think I should get. I'm, I'm Okay. I want to know. I'll be I'll be busy. Don't wait on my response. A Zach Sang Show podcast today keeps the doctor away. Yes, it is Zach Sang Show. Hello, hello. Hope you're having a great day. You're beautiful. Okay. Oh, I wasn't talking to you, Cam. I'm kidding. <laughs> Everyone's beautiful in their own way. Right, Dan? That's correct. Right, Jordan? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, not convincing at all. There, sis. <laughs> Jesus. What's on your mind? Um, I'm just, I'm having this back and forth with this dude right now. Mm. Ooh. Because he asked me on a date. I Is was this a like, new person? New person. Oh. I, we matched on Raya like a while, like a bit ago. And so I was like, let me look at his Instagram, like if he's even cute, like if I should be going. And I start looking in his most recent post, June 23rd, I swipe through and he's like hugging a girl, like in a very romantic way. And I'm like, wait. Does he have a girlfriend? So mm. I kept going. And in 2021, same girl, very couple-y poses, couple's Halloween costume. So I say to him, <laughs> I say, sorry if this is weird, but I just noticed your Instagram implies you have a girlfriend. Whoa. Are you guys still together? <gasps> and? He said, no, lol, I wouldn't be doing this if I was. We broke up about four months ago. I do realize how that can be deceiving, though. And I said, yeah, I deleted all the photos of my ex. So the question that me and my friends are debating <laughs> is, is, do you over? have to delete all the photos of your ex on yes. your Instagram? Good yes, and, and I'm dealing with this right now with my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's more than that. It's like, not only, like, he's requesting that I not only 
delete photos that it, it doesn't matter if it's an ex. It's anybody who's ever flirted with me um, in any way, shape, or form. That is impossible. And I, because it's just <laughs> contagious. Like people look at me and they just, they fawn. That wasn't the point I was making, but continue. They, they trip over love. <laughs> he also wants me to unfollow them. So this is a really good conversation here. I, I agree. Because it goes more than just like untagging and archiving photos. It's like having a trace of them in the any sort of public social sense. I often find myself right dead in the middle of this one. Because on one hand, I think it's a little weird to pretend like you don't have a past. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, why do you care that much to keep the photos? Do you know? So like... I, I kind of lean towards the go ahead and delete them because you're not with that person anyway. It kind of depends on who you're with now. No, you know what I mean? If that, if that person is more comfortable with those photos being deleted, what's the what's the harm for you deleting them? So twofold. If I'm this guy and I'm going out and uh, on dating sites and I know that people are vetting me through social media websites, mm -hmm. I'm going to take that into account and ensure that like my socials are somewhat scrubbed or at least to pick the person I am today, not the person who I was. And I think there's a difference between keeping one or two of those photos, but to have like a series of them scattered across years and years and years, it's a lot. And it does send mixed messages. That being said, if you're going to, you're so accurate. It's up to your new partner. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, you could be proactive about it. And, and I regret not being proactive about it with my boyfriend, right? Like, not, like, archiving photos that I should have, not unfollowing people that I should have. But you don't know how somebody's going to react because I do think that that's very much a situational thing. I agree. You know, it's like, and I think and maybe this is generalizing too much, but I think a lot of that is connected to some sort of insecurity maybe. Or developing new trust and new pillars of a relationship with that person, right? Like, mm -hmm. they don't know, like, like you don't know him. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you don't mm -hmm. trust him because you don't know him. Yeah. So, like, by, by the aesthetic, what you're seeing based on optics is that he can have a girlfriend, you know? And then if you go on dates with him, you start to form a real relationship. He keeps, he chooses to keep those photos up there. He chooses to continue to follow people he's been in past relationships with. There's a reason why somebody would feel insecure about that, right? Because it's giving that, those doors remain open. Right. Well, when was the, what did you say is the most recent photo you saw, Jordan? June 23rd. And of that's this year? Fairly yes. recent. See, and that, that, I understand the questioning completely. Can I be honest? It's giving somebody who didn't intend to break up with somebody and is having a really hard time moving on and is still hoping that there's something there Maybe eventually. Maybe you're thinking too much about it. It's just a guy no. who doesn't care. He's like, no. all right, whatever. I'm like, who cares? No, because is, is the girl tagging it? Yep. And... Also, well, he's, if he's not going to go untag her and leave the photo. No, up. no. But he's if you archive those photos, photos, if you if you archive the photos, Daniel, she won't see it anymore. But also, the first like some of the first photos with her are from like 2020, 2021. So it was a long relationship. Yeah, he, he that ended four months ago. He didn't want out of this relationship. He's just getting out on the dating apps, you trying to know this figure thing. himself out. And yes, having those photos up there <laughs> is his attachment to what was, in a hope that it could still potentially be. And, and and it's giving it's giving someone who has <laughs> not jumping to this who has not moved on. <laughs> to exactly. me, it's just a guy who just left the photos up. He doesn't care to delete them. He's not like, dude. whatever, they're old photos. You got to really think about it. I <laughs> you got to really think about it. No, I'm thinking. I, I mean, you're thinking too much. I think mm -hmm. at a minimum, uh, you know, it's it's a very recent relationship. Now, I don't know if we can read into how he's feeling about it, dude, but it's four months. At it's a minimum, still fresh. It's kind of fresh. 
But I don't think you can hold it against him completely thinking that he hasn't moved on. Four you don't mo- know well, that yet. Dude, okay, four months compared to two or three years, big deal. And here's what I'll tell you. I've only had situationships, and I uh-huh. knew that I wasn't really done with these situationships until like I started like really cutting things off. But that's... But because that's, it's, you're mentally done at that point. You're not seeing it. There's no traces of it. Can I ask a question without... Well, at risk of being a little invasive? Sh- sh- who cares? You what? started this relationship you're in now, right? What was the gap between ending the last one into this relationship. I, it wasn't like the last thing wasn't a real relationship. It was like this weird emotional friendship situationship weird thing. Like it's hard to even define it as anything but just this weird friendship. Um and it wasn't like it was like uh it had changed and and I it was over and then mm-hmm. my my boyfriend came into my life and I don't know though. I don't I don't know the exact timeline. I think it's just tough is my point. Like you you just don't know. It depends on the person how over it or not over it they are. Jordan, how do you feel but, about the situation now? But, but why would she go on a date with somebody who's not over it? Because it, how, you're but making we don't that know up that. yourself. I mean, you're, but, you're but, deciding that well, for but both you can of them. you can make the case that he needs to meet somebody to be over it, right? So you could. That, so that, that's that what Jordan's she, here for. Well, yeah, okay. but she's scared to go out with him because she thinks the girlfriend's still in the picture. Well, Mentally. To be fair, I wasn't like that enthused oh. about this date anyway. It's oh, just well, okay. Truth <laughs> like, comes even out. Even beforehand. So and he responded. He was like, Yeah, I prob should about deleting the Did post. He, he say probs? He said prob, P-R-O-B. Okay. I like that. Uh, oh my god, he just texted again. All right, what did he, what say? he say? Let's bring him on live. Okay. <laughs> well, he said, I probably should, but I don't really post much on Instagram. So it's like, yeah, my recent photos have her in it, but whatever. Do you still want to hang out tonight? Oh. All right, all right, hang Love on. Him. Love him. Hang 10 on. minutes later, as of right now, 327, he goes, I would like to meet you. You seem cool. Okay. Do I? I seem crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Real quick. I think you just seem like somebody who wants to get a lay of the land and understanding of where he's at before you choose to emotionally give him anything. Jordan. Yes. Can you read that first message again? The one that he sent? Yeah. So I said, I deleted all the photos of my ex. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I prob should, but I don't really post much on Instagram. So it's like, yeah, my recent photos have her in it. All right, I Separate gotta say, text, after hearing whatever. that, I am kind of Team Zach now. Yeah. What do you mean you're Team I, Zach? I he explained exactly he doesn't what post I said. that much on Instagram, why does it fucking matter? So what he wants to show that there's posts when people scroll. Probs not. I would have I would have <laughs> responded to that and said, "You're right. I deleted it. Want to go out? Like if it didn't matter that much. Probs not. I'm gonna delete it for flag. you. This random girl that I've said four words to in my life. Yeah. It's hundred percent. That's why you guys are gonna be single for the rest of your lives, and I'm not. Yeah, breaking breaking news. I'm not single. (laughs) Yeah, very happily in a relationship that like blessed. God, so blessed. Uh, (laughs) You know, (laughs) Jesus. God, fuck. I'm so blessed. (laughs) I'm so blessed. Isn't about you, Jordan? (laughs) What are we gonna do here? You know, he's also a little younger than me. He's almost 23. I am 20. I'm like, is this the maturity level? That's <laughs> Jordan. You're, you're, you're an get Jordan. No, no, <laughs> you're being an asshole. <laughs> uh, Jordan. Yeah. Wow. Jesus Christ. You're coming up with excuses. Yeah. What's the age difference? A year and a half? No, it's six months. Some, a you few need to months, sh- Okay, yeah. shut the fuck up. Whoa. <laughs> you're crazy. You're crazy. That's, you think six months of maturity is going to make that much of a difference? No, let's look at the way this kid was raised, probably. But beyond that, like, it's not even a, his background? It's not even about where he comes from. Let's just, like, <laughs> let's just accept the fact that he was in a long-term relationship for three, two years, whatever yeah. it is. 
And it's only been four months. And a part of the getting over process is meeting people like you. And I think you need to accept the fact that I'm going to meet people on these dating sites that I'm just going to be a part of their fucking process. The same way you're, they're a part of your process. But maybe that other relationship ended so these two can meet because they're soulmates. Totally. And, and yes, I don't know about that. I do. Okay. So if you're going to go into it with that intention, <laughs> let's not waste anybody's time. Whoa. Uh, I'm just like, I don't like going on dates with anyone until I like them, you know? Which just sucks, because I you can't you go on a date until you like until, them. Yeah. Th that doesn't just It doesn't make... compute, I so know. So why are you on dating apps? Um, it's fun. That's validation. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Even over the weekend, I was gone from my boyfriend. Like, a part of me just wanted to, like, be back on a dating site just so people can swipe right on me, it's and not I a, never message them. It's not a great sign. No, no, it's validation. It's weird. It's very weird. It's very weird. I think it's just, I mean, it makes me sad. But, in general. But by the way, I think a majority of people who are on dating sites never meet a single fucking person. I think that's accurate. Yeah. 100%. What do you say back to him? I see you typing away over there. I'm thinking that I need to put myself out there. And the worst thing that happens is I have a good story from yeah. it. I agree. Perfect. Yeah. You there know what? So I, I currently have typed. I could still be down. Yep. <laughs> wow. I like this. I like that. I like that. That's going to make uh, him think. Yeah. And you, you really don't want to play hard to get. Oh, always. I don't chase, I attract. Oh, I love this. <laughs> Let me just tell you, this is, I am so into this shit right now. I'm so excited. Jordan, keep the receipts. We'll charge it to the company. Perfect. Yeah, but he wants to see a movie, which I feel like is great because I don't have to talk to him. Nope. We can just sit that's for lame. two hours. Guys, you should why? go to dinner first. No. No offense, that's not a fucking first Say, date. Well, that's something you do once you're dating someone right. actively and you're okay with like spending yeah. uncomfortable silent time with them. <laughs> Yeah. Say like, I'll go to fuck? a I'll go to a movie <laughs> dot, 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 at your place. Yeah, like oh ooh, let's go to first date. Let's sit in this room that's pitch black and watch something that has nothing to do with us. Good way to get to know each other. Our relationship's gonna be well, we're destined for greatness. I think you're coming on a little hot at Jordan. No, nah, I think he's like looking nah, like don't waste time with that. Where Jordan, where would you wanna go? Oh, you're either gonna talk to me dead in my eyes for two hours or nothing. I, well, I just said to him, um <laughs> We're gonna make eye contact for two and a half hours I'd straight. He wanted to get see the, the movie out. Dumb Money. So I said I'd be down to see it, and I said I want to get drinks first. And he just said sure, which I kind of hate. Why do you? It, it makes it seem like he doesn't actually want to get together with you. Yeah, I said he let me want look to talk at movie to times. But you have to remember no, that he just in, said he wants to hang out first. In heterosexual relationships, the dudes always like casually approach things. You're both He's never going to be yet. like, I can't wait. Well, by the way, I can make the case that in heterosexual relationships, a man should be setting the fucking tone and the plans and he should be telling you where to go and what, what is to this, do. 1974? Yeah. No, I mean, here's what I'll tell you. I haven't had that much oh. experience dating ladies, but during my time <laughs> on the streets back in the year 1932, oh. when I went down to the local diner yeah. after the local sock hop, I was able to really <laughs> encourage a lady by opening the door for her and making sure that she was sitting on the inside of a sidewalk yeah. while I was the one closest to the street. Nah. How are the dames gams? I held every umbrella. No, um, <laughs> real talk though, <laughs> he should be telling you what to do if he actually gives a shit. Why? Why does that no, have to be like disagree. that? That's like, disagree. That's disagree. No. Anybody can take authority. You guys, you guys, you guys. Zach. If we're going to go on, if we're going to go on heterosexual relationship norms. Yeah, which I am a heterosexual norm. I think there's a total case that one can... <laughs> There's a total case that one can make that the guy sets the tone. Uh, like, every time I was trying to, like, chase, I, like, really, I only dated one chick. And, like, it was the only time I actually chased anybody and, like, got this <laughs> real thrill out of it. I would just be like, this is what we're doing. Like, yeah. I'm going to pick you up here. We're going to go here. And we're going to flow here. That's Tell me your mom. I get your point. My point is being realistic 
most guys are going to come at things in a casual tone. Well, and my point is, you said let's get drinks before. That's what you yeah. said to him. Why would anybody? I, I would never want to get drinks before going to a movie. I'd pass out. Yeah, but you know it's I so. Would. But, but, but well, <laughs> guys, that sounds terrible. Like I'd be like, all right, sure. Like that makes sense to me. So let's like start and finish at the fact that he's not even looking to get to know you. If the first date experience is to go sit in silence watching something, I agree with that. That's true. And what does he just want a that. movie partner? Brother, go to the movies on your own. He wants to go. go to Maybe I he's pick. nervous and he's like. You're no. think, what are you thinking about over there? Oh, he just texted again because he, so he said, let me look at movie times a few minutes ago. And I guess he just looked and there's nothing optimal because he said, ah, we could be fucked. So. So is that a threat? <laughs> <laughs> or is this, an, are you going to like reschedule because we can't go and do something else on our first date? No, I, he originally asked me to get drinks and I've just was ignoring him all day because so I was like. your fault. See, we're not getting the full story here. I, I he guess, didn't ask to go to the movies originally. He yeah. wanted to get drinks. Well, and- he suggested two places, one of which was in Venice, and the <laughs> other one was like pretty close to here. And I don't like, on a first date, I don't like to leave within two miles of my home. Like, <laughs> they need to come to me. Oh, fuck. Okay. Actually, you're the crazy yeah, one. <laughs> we need to unpack it all. I, yeah, no. I, What's I might your deal? Be. I just, like, if I want to leave, like, I like to have someone on speed dial be like, can you pick me up? Which I've done before. I That's understand a safety that. thing, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. But, <laughs> I don't know. I hate, like, traveling a far distance just to be on an abysmal date. I mean, far is relative, I, by the way. Listen, You're traveling 15 minutes. 45 minutes if I were to go to Venice from my house. Yeah, it's okay. traffic. Yeah, it's far. I, I get that, Jordan, 100%, because that is the worst like feeling when you're like, ugh, what a waste of time. But it's just part of the process. Well, what if this man's your soulmate? 45 minutes for a lifetime together. I don't think, think my soulmate would live in Venice. <laughs> oh, wow. like that. Jesus oh, my God. Not, no, no hate what to Venice. Hell? Just like my soul, like I. That's not like wow. Venice people either. I yeah. just like when people live close to me. It's so nice. <laughs> wow. So you're giving it's yourself. Wow. You're, wow. you're limiting yourself to your fucking neighborhood? Mm. Oh, you know what oh this my is? God. Doesn't your brother's friend live in the neighborhood? Yep. And uh, she's into the brother's, brother's friend. Uh, yeah, it all goes back to the same guy. Yeah, you, you probably don't know this, but Jordan really has had a crush on somebody else for quite some time, and you've been going on dates with them on and off, right? Yeah, a little bit. I'm, I've kind of just like have gone to the phase of acceptance that this is, I don't know. It, last time I saw him, I was like, okay, see you in another month and a half, I guess. And then when he was like, text me when you're home. And so I got home and I texted him. I know you don't care, but home. So like, yeah, I am a little crazy. And then I texted him, <laughs> happy birthday. Because it was his birthday two days ago. Did he reply? Nope. Oh, this is a weird relationship. So fucking rude. <laughs> so I'm a, like so over that now. And now I'm like, I need to go on a date. This is wild. All right, I think you just go on the date. What's the worst that can happen? You don't like it and you come what back if, and you tell us a good story. What's the worst that can happen? What if he like kills me? Oh, it's okay. Well, let's not put that out Jordan. there. Jesus Christ. Jesus. And they're also vetting people you know on what? the celebrity version of Tinder, which is called Raya. Stay home and be alone forever then. Is that what you want to hear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is wow. a good question, though, that you can leave uh, your thoughts on in the comment section below. Do you have to get rid of the photos and all traces of your ex on social media? <laughs> Tap on in. Uh, I actually have a relationship thing that I'm going through, too, that my sister has sprung upon me, so I can use your advice in a few. Let's do it. Okay. Don't leave. And, like, whatever. Like, tether me up. Leash me up. Zach Sang Show. Oh, I'm definitely going through something very weird right now. My sister came to town with her boyfriend a few weeks ago. Yeah, nice guy. Well, he's now an ex-boyfriend. They've broken up. Mm. What happened? Well, my sister's going around to everybody trying to get them. Like, so she brings this boyfriend into everybody's life. 
Yeah. And everybody loves the boyfriend. They become friends with the boyfriend. He's a good guy. So they now follow the boyfriend on social media accounts. Now my sister's going around to everybody that the boyfriend met while they were in town, staying with me, and trying to recruit them to unfollow the boyfriend. That's who's unnecessary. Now her ex-boyfriend. Come on. And she wants me to unfollow the ex-boyfriend. She got my boyfriend to unfollow her ex-boyfriend. And just wait, guys, if you met and or connected in any social media style way with her now ex, you'll get a message from her asking to unfollow him. And I'll unfollow her if that's the case. <laughs> 100% I will. What happened? Like, did he go on? Why is she on a war path? Yeah, did he do anything wrong or my bad? Si- Cheat on her or something? No, my sister's crazy, Cameron. And she has problems, Daniel. What do you know? She broke up with this guy over text message. What the fuck? A day after landing from a 10-day vacation? Literally, like, they landed. She ended up getting COVID. He was, like, taking care of her, leaving her notes, sending her flowers. And oh, then, that sounds like an asshole. And then she yeah. broke up with him essentially over a text message. And she claims that it, she wasn't breaking up, but it was, like, supposed to be, like, a conversation starter for them to repair their relationship. And he took it as a breakup and then blocked her. I right, so that's her fault. Oh! Yeah, blocked your number, blocked her on Instagram. And now I'm seeing, like, her, her, her now ex, like, like my photos on Instagram, like, my boyfriend's photos on Instagram. I think he liked one of your photos on Instagram. Mine? Yeah, some mm. one of us. Maybe the show or something. I don't know. And now I, I'm trying to get pressure. Or I am getting pressure from my sister to give me an unfollow. How does that make you feel? Uh... Like he doesn't deserve it, and he's a really nice guy, and I would have loved to them for them to have figured it out. And I, it sucks that my sister just can't hold healthy relationships, really, and it, it affects good people sometimes. It's a common problem for people to have when things get comfortable and oh. kind of routine for somebody to just blow it up. Yeah, run away from it. Destroy it. We do not like healthy. It's not good. Hey, I've always been in the mindset that when someone breaks up, you can be friends with both. Nobody has to pick sides. I thought of you, Dan, when she was putting me in this position. Because Dan says famously maintain that he can be friends with both both parties in a relationship once they break up. If I have a friend and they have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, I become friends with that girlfriend or boyfriend. I'm not friends with both of you. I'm not friends with – it's not just like your boyfriend or girlfriend. You're both my friend. So if you choose to break up, I don't need to pick a side. It's not my problem. You need to figure out your shit, and I'll figure out mine, and mine is I'm going to stay friends. Doesn't it suck when a friend or a family member is dating somebody that rules, Yeah, and then they do something to ruin it, and and you're like, damn it, man. And that's what sucks, because I loved David. (sighs) He was a great guy. Her ex-boyfriend was amazing, like such a good guy, loved her kid, loved life, just was good, positive, Uh, you know, ah, great guy. And then breaks up with him I'm pissed because for a minute there I was like oh this could be something like this could be a real healthy relationship my sister deserves this also my family deserves this she puts my family through a lot of shit with her crazy people (laughs) and he's the opposite (laughs) of all of them he's normal like has his shit together good person that's probably what scared her honestly totally 100% thousand which is unfortunate it's unfortunate yeah and now it's like damn another one bites the dust so did you unfollow him no, haven't yet. All right. There you go. Stay on your ground. I plan on it. We should hire him. Should, Cameron. I, should I oh, go unfollow ahead. him? Like, what? what is the rule on that? No. Because family and friends do march to a different beat, I think, a little bit. Yes, Jordan? I mean, my brother still follows my ex, and I don't care at all. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, he's like, I miss him. Well, I'm like, okay, like, you hang out with him then. <laughs> so there you go. She's Honestly. the complete opposite. She's saying, like, I don't want to do it. Like, you hang out with him. Yeah, but did you always feel that way, or did it take a certain point in the relationship for you to have that acceptance? I always felt that way. Beautiful. It's Beautiful. just not, it's just, it doesn't have to be any 
more difficult than that. What were you going to say, Dan? I was going to say something, but I probably shouldn't put those things out there. It's okay. So if you and your wife were to go your <laughs> separate ways one day. I had a feeling you were going to ask this. Would you say, would you want like us to unfollow her? No. Exactly. No. no. Simple. Were you about to ask me and my boyfriend? I feel like I mean, you, I feel well, like I'm going to be my boyfriend would, forever. So. Uh, no. It would be one thing if, uh, and for the record, I will also be from, with my wife forever. Uh, but it would be one thing if said person forever. like blew something up. Like if, if, if your sister's boyfriend was a complete a-hole to her. Oh, like her ex-husband? He's a giant piece of shit monster? cheated on her and did bad things. Like I would expect totally. everybody to support her. Totally. And the unfollowing makes sense. But mm-hmm. if it's something... That is completely tapping in. Like he didn't do anything wrong. It was just a separation. Everybody calm the fuck down. And, you know? And by the way, parallel to this is my sister's like ex-husband, yeah. who is crazy too, who like has always tried to like repair their relationship. The guy's a, a, a crazy psychotic monster. She my, was just posting photos with him the other day. Please, I know. And okay. so he's reinserting himself. Oh, 100 percent And this is what happened. So my boyfriend interacts with my sister on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. My sister's crazy fucking ex-husband thought that my boyfriend was flirting with her and started stalking my ex, my boyfriend and like sending messages. Swear to swear to Christ. He uh your boyfriend should block him. 100%. Crazy, right? That's dumb. Crazy. Call the cops. Crazy. My sister's crazy though. I love her to death. But she's crazy. Family's hard. Poor David. <laughs> Let's all just say it. Poor David. R.I.P. David. Or maybe it's just shouldn't follow, shouldn't follow boyfriends or girlfriends because then you don't have to worry about the unfollow. Oh well, yeah, now I'm done with that. Yeah, <laughs> I hate when I follow one of my friends' boyfriends or girlfriends and they break up. I'm like, I don't want to follow this person anymore. Well, I I've also gotten rid of like friends. Like if I if we were not friends anymore, I will unfollow you and then I'll unfollow everybody you fucking introduce me to. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I'll socially put you out on a desert island and let you starve. <laughs> I'll even block people. I don't give a crap. <laughs> I would do that too. Like, um, like I was like a friend that I had like an emotional relationship with. Yeah. Like their new boyfriend, I know was watching our stuff on TikTok and I blocked them. Did you? Yeah. Hell yeah, dog. Yeah, right? Good stuff. Block him. Yeah, you've you been blocked. Yeah, you can't see our content. You'll you'll get it. You'll get it though on your feed because it's that fucking good. Because users are gonna post it. You know what my favorite but thing that's is? That's how you get it. That's how you eat. On Instagram, there's a there's a feature called restrict. Or and I think it's more passive aggressive than blocking somebody. Well, a remove follow is pretty good too. Yeah, like I get to decide whether or not you have the right to follow me. <laughs> yeah, but I will still follow you? Question mark. No, yeah, I unfollow that shit. Okay, yeah. You know what's also very therapeutic is unsharing location with people who are toxic. I don't understand why people share location in the first place. I like it, uh, but I, you know, I was sharing it with my friend who's no longer my friend, and yeah. making that move felt good. Did he get a notification? Oh yeah, he did, and that's the last time we've ever talked. Like that's the last message in the speed like in the conversation is you know zach saying unshared <laughs> his location with you yeah. 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 suck on that yeah that's the receipt you got to look at <laughs> reference that receipt you loser you lame stupid stupid insecure loser god i sound like an idiot yeah yeah because i don't want to like really like hurl insults at this person because like they'll yeah. be too personal and there's no need to. I don't know why would you do that well, it's no an inside that. joke thing yeah what? But when insults are that personal, <laughs> it's like not jokes. everyone can really understand it. Love to be a part of one someday. <gasps> it's so sad. I look forward for that 
for you. I look forward to, I look <laughs> forward to that for you. Yeah. No, so Thank you. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh I'm going to take a beat here because we got to get Jesse in the studio. So uh, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And by in the studio, we got to get her on this computer box. So we'll figure it out. Give us a sec. Thanks. Zach Sang Show. Hello, beautiful human. I am Zach. That is Dan. And we welcome from South Korea to LA, the one and only Jesse. I wish we were together. It would have been, you know, me, I personally like to um, uh, interact eye to eye. I'm more of like, I'm not really like a, a technology person. Like I personally don't like Zoom because you can't really see, like, I, you know what I mean? I couldn't agree with you more. I'm very deep on uh, eye contact. <laughs> right. You have to understand something. You have a lot of fans here. We love in, you. In this room. Um, uh, I don't, like I don't genuine I deep. Yeah. yeah, passionate fans of Jesse. Oh, very, very passionate. Oh, where are they? I don't see that. It's real. I don't see that. Uh, <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hello. There's another one or two to the right. They're not on screen, but we all love you so much. Thank you so much. Like I appreciate. I like. I literally used to go to LA so much, but I've been so busy because after COVID and all that shit, like. I, I was stuck here and I was doing like reality shows and stuff like that. And I was supposed to go back for my album and I wasn't able to. But next time I go to LA, I think I'm going to go uh, next year. So hopefully we could do like an actual real one. Like, so you're, it's true to say this. And do you find it insulting when I say this? You are one of the original K pop superstars that exists in this world? I mean, I had no idea that you debuted in 2005. Yes, I'm currently on my 18th year um, since I debuted. So, yeah, I'm old. I'm getting old. I'm, my knees are hurting. My back is hurting. <laughs> Shit is different. Um, but yeah, I've been uh, doing this for 18 years now. I debuted at, uh, when I was like 16. So in Korean age, I was 16 and I was in, I was 14 in American age. So it gets a little bit confusing, but yeah, I've been doing this for a really long time. Um, yeah, I mean, what, the craziest thing is I feel like it's more fun now. Why so? Because I feel like back in the days, I didn't know anything, you know, like I was so young, I was... Like, I don't know anything, you know, like, I don't even know what my dreams are. Like, you know, I just did what I wanted to do. And like, it happens that, you know, like I failed multiple times. I went back home. I came back to Korea. Like I went back and forth so many times, but ultimately my gut and my heart told me that I needed to be a star. Like whether it was a singer, an activist, uh, you know, whatever it is, like, I felt like I wasn't the type of girl like to go to school and go to college and shit like that. I don't know. Like, I felt like I was made for this. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, like I, I'm very like, it's different now because of generation is very different now. Like music is different. Fashion is different. Just so many things are so different now. So it's like more like, uh, I guess. I feel like actually these days it's tougher because like it's really hard to drop an album because 
people don't really have enough patience to listen to an album anymore, if you know what I mean. So that's why I drop a lot of singles, you know, because my fans, you know, they they want they want to they want new music, but like I only have one body, you know. So yeah, I mean, yeah, if if that answers your question, a hundred percent. What are some qualities that are required? for a, a, a K-pop star to be everlasting or to withstand more, well more than way more than a decade doing this. Well, well, I feel like it's a little bit different because a lot of people don't see me as K-pop, which is really weird because I feel like I'm Korean, but I'm, you know, I do Korean music, but in my blood, I'm Korean, but like inside I'm an American, right? Yeah. You're from New Jersey. Yes, I was born in New York. I moved to Jersey and then I just hung out in New York all the time. So for me, it's where in Jersey are, are you from? To be honest, I don't even know. I was so young, but it was like all in the Ordell area, like like Fort Lee, Powell Park. I don't know where all the Asians are at. I'm from Wayne. You're from where? Wayne, New Jersey. So like uh, pretty close to Fort Lee, like maybe like 15, 20 minutes away. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jersey's not that big, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's I, I, I don't like I don't know. Like, I feel like for me, like since up to 14, I've been hanging out in the city and Queens a lot. So like, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I'm like a Korean girl who uh, a, a Korean American who kind of like came to Korea, didn't know what to do because I was so young, you know? Um, and I just kept falling, making mistakes and getting back up. And I feel like I just kept true to myself. You know what I mean? Like I never like really like, I feel like I kind of like changed the norm too, in a sense, like, um, I'm not like what you see like on TV, like all the like pretty idols, you know, like skinny, like, you know, just like, you know, just like the whole like egg yo, like I can't do it. It's too cringy for me. Like it works for them, but not for me. And I think that's why I might stand out in my personality as well. So you grew, you, you stayed with your grandma when you first moved to South Korea. I had no idea that you ended up going to school with uh, a friend of the show, Tiffany Young. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I actually, wow. I actually forgot about that. Um, I went to uh, uh, an international school in Korea. Um, it was for foreigners. And um, I went to school with Jessica Jung, Tiffany, um, Stephanie from Chongsangji. Um, I don't know if you know. Um, and a couple, a bunch of other artists. <laughs> I mean, what, what is, how wild, it, it, one, is that? But two, I mean, when you come to Korea, you, 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 do you go with a plan or do you, or at least like a genuine goal or just this a loft, just a lofty dream? Um, I mean, of course, in my adolescence age, like I did go for my dream. But now, like, obviously now that I'm older, everything's more calculated and like, you know, like, I, you know, I always have a plan now. Like, everything that I do, there's, like, a purpose for it. You know, I don't just drop shit just to, like, drop it. Like, you know, and, um, I, yeah, I feel like now that I'm older, I'm I'm very, like, calculated and, like, 
uh, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't just like, oh my God, I want to drop a song and I'm just going to drop it. No, I'm going to put 200% of my passion and my hard work into it to make sure it's, you know, the best sound or like the best dance or something. There's got to be something, you know? So is there, how would you describe the growth between a song like Zoom and a song like RSVP? What are the differences? Oh my God. Okay. Well, let me explain. So um, RSVP, okay, let's get back to Zoom. Okay, so Zoom was actually a song that was actually a song that was not supposed to really do this well, in a sense, because I was actually, uh, I dropped the song because nobody in P Nation was dropping a song at the time. And for me, it's very easy to make songs for me. Like, it's like, I go in the studio, I go with my feel, like, okay, I hear a beat. I'm like, okay, this shit, I can work with this. And then all of a sudden, I just dropped it because the company asked me to drop it. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, I barely did any promotion at the time. And the song just went viral on TikTok. And I'm just like, what? Like, you know, it's like sometimes it's like the shit that you work on for so long. Those are the songs that like don't really do as well. But the ones that you just like, ah, whatever, I'm just going to drop it. Those are the ones that always do well. So I'm just like, what the fuck, bro? But at the end of the day, like, I feel like with then again, now if we go into like RSVP and stuff like that, like uh, featuring Koala, like, I mean, featuring me. Uh, Koala is a really good friend of mine. Um, he, I work with them, Bobblehead. They're like a, a little trio. Um, I make a lot of music with them, but then Koala, you know, one day decided to want to become a rapper. And, you know, for me, I love my friends winning and I love my friends trying out new things and doing stuff. So, um, he's been asking me to feature for like the longest time. And I like, Kept telling him, bro, you got to level up, man. You got to level up. Because, you know, for me, I never had a silver spoon handed to me ever once. When I was young, when I wanted somebody to feature or someone to help, nobody did, you know? So for me now, I feel like now I know what that feels like. So I like to give people, you know, I like to give people opportunities because I know what it feels like not to have opportunities. You know what I mean? So, a hundred percent. Is there more similarities between gum and Zoom? Because like gum is ear candy. Yeah. So this is the thing. So I get like half and half of Zoom. So Zoom, if we talk about Zoom, right? Zoom is a very annoying ass song. It, it, it like it's it, it, it's like it, it's so overplayed that it's like. See, like I literally went in the studio and I'm just like, hey, the song sounds like a Zoom kind of song, like Zoom in, Zoom out. And then I'm like, see you looking at my, and like I overheard myself. I was like, goddamn annoying, right? But I figured out, I figured out and mastered what people like. It's like the repetitive sounds and it's just like, it might, you know, half of the people say, you know, haters will say that it's a trash song, but you gonna hear it, you know, and it's gonna be playing in your ear once you hear it. It's like one of those songs, you know, it's like if there's a song that I don't really love, but it's just catchy, but then, you know, you'll catch yourself singing it. It's like one of those. What do you, what did you, 
do in Zoom that you're taking with you as you make music for this new era? Like, is there any techniques, any strategy? I mean, you say you learned a lot, repetitive lyrics. Mm, I feel like instead of me, like, learning a lot of, like, about music, I think for... Well, I, I, you haven't heard Gum, obviously. Um, gum was made in three days. Um, it, it was supposed to, I was actually going to drop an album and it was going to be more of an R&B album because I feel like I kind of felt as if like all my songs were just so poppy, you know what I mean? And like, I felt like I was like kind of like, not being truthful, truthful to myself because I know that I I have I have so much more talent than just doing pop songs. You know what I mean? And like that's why if you go back to RSVP, when I feature for a lot of people, I I'll do my bars and I'll do like the shit that I like. But when it comes to my music, because Zoom did so well, like I definitely had like a lot of pressure on me because it's like. You know, like that song did so well. I mean, it, it's not like crazy big, but it did a good amount of numbers, you know? So, um, oh, Zach heard Gum, I heard. Yeah, we've, li- we've been listening to it. I feel like with uh, the new song, Gum, for me, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't love it. I, I felt that it was too... Touch it till starting this wall. Like I felt loud. Like I was like, God damn, can I just like do because I sing, you know? But um I uh Sarah, I don't know if you know stereotypes, you're a producer um and out in LA, they did a lot of Bruno Mars, a lot of everybody, right? Um and he sent me this song and he was like, Jess, I really think that you're gonna kill this song. And I was like, Cause it's, it's right in between like K-pop and like, you know, Western, you know what I mean? So it was such a challenge to make the song not K-pop-y, you know what I mean? Like, like originally we had like a lot of Korean lyrics, a lot, like I changed the verse like so many times cause I simplified it. At first I went like a lot of metaphors, a lot of raps, a lot of like punchlines. And then I was like, wait, it doesn't make sense. This gum is, is the song gum is a very simple track where it's like, what you hear is what you get with the song. It's a fun song. It's a party song. You go to the clubs, you know, you hear this song. Like, I feel like it's more like a, a dance song, you know, when people go to the club or take a shower, you know, you just listen to it and you feel yourself. And, um, but, but what's very important is because I knew that this song was going to be a little bit, uh, it, it could be, it's going to take a little bit of time for people to get the music video. There's a lot of metaphors in the video. So it's very sexual in a sense, like where you won't even hear the music because of the visuals are insane. I'm so into like visuals, you know what I mean? Cause it's music is like art, you know? So the visual this time around, we spent a lot of money. Uh, we spent a lot of money on outfits. We shot like over 24 hours. So, I mean, I think you would have to give it another try. The man next to you, you're going to have to <laughs> hear it a couple times. You know what I mean? Uh, no, absolutely. I do need to listen to it a couple more times. She's a I'm, grower, not a shower. There you go. <laughs> but Jesse, why are you putting out a song that you're not a hundred percent sold on? Um, because, uh, I'm going to be really honest. 
I have a lot of archive music right now. Like I have just so many great, great songs, but like, I feel like because I'm in, I, I, I left P Nation and I'm now starting with more vision. It's, you know, obviously people are thinking, Oh, Jess is going to rap. Just going to do this. And like, I thought about it and I was like, damn, I needed like, I don't know. I still felt like I needed to make a dance song. You know what I mean? Because people expected, oh my God, just going to more vision. She's going to drop raps more. She's going to do more like hip hop. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do pop, motherfuckers. Like, I'm going to do pop. Like, <laughs> I feel like pop brings everyone together. I don't know what it is. It's just when I hear pop music, K-pop, whatever it is, like, I might not even know the song, but it like something just like brings us together. You know what I mean? So... I did go, I did go a safe route, not gonna lie. Like it was definitely a safe route. Um, but that is why after I drop Gub, I'm going to be dropping uh an album, a full album with it's it's gonna be something that you guys never expected. Like completely RB, like I already got a couple tracks with this, 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 this. <laughs> How long has that album been done for? Oh, I, I just started because um, I'm I'm so busy in between doing like reality shows and promotion and I'm doing a lot of shows in South Asia. So I had to hurry up with the song, but obviously I'm not going to just drop trash. I'm going to make sure that it has some kind of, uh, you know, a little bit of flavor, you know, like a little bit. So um, would, would you pull on the archive music to make this album or you just want to start from like fresh? Fresh. Fresh. I feel like I feel like with gum, gum, like I said, I'm just starting off as a safe route and something that's and actually if you if you listen to the except for the verses, if you listen to the hook, it's very I was actually very into uh I got that feel from like uh mystical. Mystical and Anderson Pack mm. and Bruno. Like I did that whole to toes, don't even get wall. Like I did that because that's something I never do. Like, I almost fucking lost my voice doing that shit. But it was actually kind of fun doing that. And, like, I didn't even dub those verses, like, the hooks. I just, I was like, wow, this sounds kind of different. You know, just that part. Um, So, yeah. Shake the thing. Watch yourself. You know, that's mystical. Shake your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, back to RSVP for a second. Uh, one of my favorite lyrics. Who can do it like me? Nobody. Margot Robbie. I'm the real life Barbie. Uh, that's just how I talk. Everything I'm yelling. Everybody think I'm yelling. Oh, everybody! No, it's sorry. So me, I have a very strong core. So ever since I was really young, I had a loud fucking voice. So when I entered a room, people knew I was there. But um, and that's connected to your core strength. Yes, and that was I just gave that's that. I give you like 30% of my core strength, like maybe 10. Wow. Yeah. That's a strong diaphragm you have there. Yes. I'm a, I'm a tiny little girl too. I'm only five, six, but I got a loud ass fucking voice. Um, That's also the New Yorker coming out in you. Yeah. That was very like me. Like when I wrote that, when I wrote those bars, it took me like 30 minutes and I was just like, 
damn, then why is rapping so easy? But why, when, when I make my own song, why is it so fucking damn hard? But it's because of pressure. It's the pressure. You know, it's like, do I, do I cater to my fans who want like the artistic music, the authentic Jesse, or do they, do I cater to the world, the global fans who want that music? Like, I can't please anyone, you know? So at the end of the day, I think with gum, you know, it's something just very, very safe, you know, something that everyone can dance to and like, yeah. It's just a very bubbly song. And then I actually have another song coming out in a remix, right? I can't tell you when. When is this coming out? That too, I say in the lyric, I, I say like what people say like, oh my God, why is Jesse always doing bubblegum music stuff? And I'm like, because I get money, bitch. So like... <laughs> Like when I do music for other people, like that's like the stuff I want to talk about. And it's like versatile, it's fun. You could play around with rap, but like, you know, I always get, why does Jess always do, you know, music, bubblegum music, like poppy music. It's like, if you don't want to hear it, then don't listen to it. You know, I'm going to drop an album soon. You guys are going to, I'm probably going to get lemonade too with that as well, you know? How do you determine, though, which session is for you and which session is to make music for other people? I just know. Like, when I hear a song. Yeah, or like when you go into work to write a song, or do you just kind of go in to do whatever and where the song goes, it goes? Well, what I do is um, I actually uh, go to the studio, and I might be in a shitty mood, so obviously when you're in a bad energy or a shitty mood, you don't, you can really barely get music done, but I need inspiration. So when I hear music that I really like, upbeat, I'm like, okay, that's the one. That's the one. But like, I'm really good at picking songs. And not only that, I love acoustic. And that's why I'm going to be having a lot of acoustic in my album. Like me actually singing. Yeah. So like, I'm really excited for my album. Uh, but I'm obviously very excited for my single as well. But I'm not going to lie, the dance is so, so, so hard and, like, so much ass that, like, my knees, like, like I thought I had good knees, you know? Like, I thought I had good knees, but I realized, you know, I'm getting old now. I'm 30, almost 35, so. Oh, God. What part of making art comes the most natural to you? Just, just, I feel like for me, it's, it, it differs all the time. But for me, I just, I just stay true to myself. And like with music, especially with music, like when I listen to a song and when I write, I write from my core. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't like, oh, let me make a punchline. Let me no. Like this album, if you hear it, like I, ha- I already have four tracks done right now. It's like. It's like actual relatable shit that's going on in the real world. Like relationships, you know, just like how fucked up people are and how I got fucked up and I got drunk and I did that. I don't even drink, by the way, but like relatable stuff to people. So, yeah, like it's crazy because a lot of people know like my fans know, but I don't drink. I actually quit drinking. Um, How long ago? It's been about six years six seven years that's incredible congratulations thank you but you know you know like i drink once in a while for like like a couple of shots but like 
I actually quit drinking because uh, I realized that it was it was slowing me down. It, you know what I mean? It was like every time I drank, I felt like when I woke up, I, I I was lazy. And I don't I feel like when I can't be in control of my own body, like I started stressing out and getting anxiety. So I but I, mean, I can't say I quit, but like I did quit for a good five years, but I'll drink like maybe two times a year, but not like crazy drinking, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's healthy though. That's, and, and still really hard, incredibly challenging, you know? For sure. Because everyone needs some kind of like something, something to kind of like relieve their stress. And in Korea, people drink, uh, like after work, they'll work till like six, seven o'clock and they'll go out to drink, you know? So it's a very normal thing, but for me, I'm mentally so strong and like, I'm so energetic that I don't even need alcohol. Like if you pull me in a group, like a whole full room with like drunk motherfuckers, like I'll still like, I'll still be able to talk to you some way, somehow. You know what I mean? When you're writing a song for this album and the four songs you have, are you going into the studio with ideas and concepts or moments from life that you want to discuss? Or are you going in blank slate? Blank slate. Like, no, nothing in my head. I go in, I just vibe out to all the beats that I feel like is appropriate for my, like, I know what sounds good. So I know my voice. So I'll hear a beat and I'll be like, oh God, this is so good. But I know that it wouldn't fit. It wouldn't suit me. You know what I mean? So I really just go in there and vibe out and just like, yeah, it's like, there's nothing planned ever. I don't think I've ever had a planned song except for Nuno Nana. Like Nuno Nana was actually not even planned, but like it was given to me. And then he gave a side gave Sayuma gave me the beat. And I said, Oh hell no, I ain't doing this pop shit. Like I am not. And he told me, like there was a full blank, a uh, blank first one and two. And he told me like, can you write this? And I was like, like, I can't even do this. I can't even fuck with this song. Like, how am I going to make a verse? And then I made it work. Like, that's when I realized, I was like, damn, Jess, like, good job. Like, like you could do all types of music. Yeah. So a challenge for you, but in a good way. Yes. And, and the thing is, it's crazy because, you know, when you get older, people, you know, obviously we all, we're humans and so we get drained out and shit like that. But like, I feel like every day I'm learning something new. You know, I, I love challenges. I like doing new stuff and like music too. Like I want to do something that's so not me. Like, you know, like something so unexpected to my fans and like, like, I don't know. Like I love, I love risks and challenges. Like for example, this gum song that I'm dropping, it is a risk in a sense because people are going to, I'm going to have backlash. Right. But at the end of the day, like, I don't care. Like, if it makes people happy and makes people dance, if it makes people, like, feel, feel confident, then I'm going to do the type of music that I want to do, right, for my fans, because I'm doing it for my fans. Do you see finding love as a challenge? Oh, God. Oh, we could go on for days with this. Like, if you have any good candidates around there, let me know, let me know. Like... Well, I would love to, like, you should do a dating show. Like, I would love to see that. So. I'll produce it. 
You know, I, that's why you're, you're a host because look, for me, I know I actually pitch this to somebody like, yo, you should have like a Jesse love show. Like, like you remember back in the days, flavor, flavor to the tequila, right? Yes. I love New York. Of course. And I was like, bro, I and me, I have a character. So this is who I am. Like, I don't fake my shit. Right. But like, I'm like this one and I'm a sucker for love. Like when it comes to men, I know exactly what I like and what I don't like. But when I love someone, I'm all in. Right. But like, they were like, this is like the best idea ever. Like, this is going to do so well. And then, you know, you know, hopefully next year. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's like, it's like half and half for me. Cause I'm like, oh, like, am I selling myself out? Like, it's not like I can't get a man. It's just, I'm picky. You know what I mean? Yeah. And why not exploit it for some fun and entertainment, a yeah. little bit of cash, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it, you're not you're not wrong about that, but I, I've considered it. But then I thought about how much time and effort I need to put in that show, and like how much, you know, like actual like work I need to do. And like, I'm not the type to like have all the executive producers do everything. I like to put all my input in when it comes to fashion, when it comes to hair, when it comes to music, dances. I put my I put like ninety percent of it is my idea. Like, I like it's kind of like a, a curse and a blessing in a sense because I'm too much of a perfectionist and I know what I like. So, like, it's really hard for me to lean on someone and expect them to be like, oh, they're going to get it. They, they know. Like, it's hard for me because when I was young, I never grew up people like I never grew up with like a lot of love in Korea. Like it was really hard because of my, you know, not just the standards, but just like, I never, like I said, I never had a silver spoon handed to me ever. And like, I had to kind of discipline myself and ground myself and learn on my own without my parents. And imagine a little, a little, imagine a little girl doing that. Like, let alone just humans in general, it's hard. Right. But like, I had to discipline myself and ground myself. And, you know, I, I messed up. I fucked up. I, I fell. But, like, I, I picked myself back up, you know? So I think that's why I am who I am today. That's why I'm very, like, aggressive sometimes. And, like, you know, I'm very passionate in what I do. So, like, even if we'll have a light meeting, I don't like light meetings. Like, it's got to be, like, we it's straight to the point. What the fuck is the point? Like, you know, like I don't like having light meetings just to like, you know, bicker and talk and like have throw ideas out. Like I want to like actually sit there and get something done. Yeah. Amen. I do agree that character is fate and everything ends up falling into place. You know, getting back into that. I feel like that's something, a huge lesson that I've learned this year, especially this year and last year, uh, I grew up so much. Like, when I mean, like, I grew up, like, I learned I've been through so much hell and back. And nobody even knows this. And I don't talk about it because I'm not that type of person. But, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you know how they say, like, kill them with kindness, right? I don't even kill them with kindness. I just, I just sign like that, you know? Because there's no point of me showing action in my, 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 like, giving them even just like my energy to get mad at that. So yeah, it just, 
you know, for me now, like I just brush off the people. I lost a lot of people in my life. Um, a lot of, also a lot of people like staffs and stuff. A lot of people dick me over, but you know, for me, that's not important. Cause you know, at the end of the day, I think everything falls into place in life. You know what I mean? Like, like nothing is forever is what I'm trying to say. So you're going to have to either accept it or you're going to be a little bitch and cry about it all day. And like, no. So I'm very happy right now. Um, I can't say I'm the happiest person in the world, which no one us, none, none of us are, but, um, I'm very content. And for me, I'm just like, I think for, with life, it's like people can't bring you happiness. You have to bring happiness to yourself. You know what I mean? True. So that's, yeah, that's where I am right now. And I'm, I'm living and learning every single day and also learning the patterns of my actions and what my actions are doing to upset other people. Just, I'm just saying as in, like, for example, um, yeah, I'm just growing every single day. And like, like I said, no one is perfect. So that's where it comes in with like the, the Korean standards, right? Like Korean, uh, in Korea, like they're very conservative. So it's like one person will make a mistake and they're like, oh my God, you have to cancel her, right? But for me, I feel like it worked out for me in a sense, even though I do get a lot of backlash, I just stayed true to myself since day one, you know? Like there's nothing really on me that there's no skeletons in my closet, you know what I mean? Like when I was younger, I said, I got into a lot of fights. I was a rebel, smoke, I drink, I party, like... But that doesn't make me a bad person. We all do it. You know, I'm just saying what everybody else wants to say. And people think, you know, that's like a dope ass thing. But, you know, I get the backlash for that. You know, what is the uh, you go? I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm just I'm just grateful that at least I feel like with God, God gave me I felt like there's a purpose in life and. God put me on this, on this earth universe for me to do something like that. Like where I can like, you know, uplift kids and inspire children to be themselves. Not like me, but just like be yourself. Like you only live once, you know, just like live your life. Like, you know, you got fake titties, show them titties. Not like that, but you know what I mean? Like show your body, show your confidence, you know? But I always tell women, be independent. Do not depend on men. Be a bright hustle. That's what I always tell my fans. By the way, you can listen to all of Jesse's music. It's waiting for you. Link in the description below. It's all on Amazon Music. What are you thinking, Dan? Why isn't everybody in K-pop as open as honest with you? Is it because they don't want to or are they, are they not allowed to? Hmm. I feel like... I'm sure you interviewed a lot of K-pop artists, right? Um, oh, Maybe. Yeah, yeah. You, I've seen the interview with you with Lisa too, and you got all shy and stuff. I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an it's an honor to have made your feed. Of course, of course. Um, I love Lisa, by the way. Um, I feel like in Korea because uh, you know it's a very conservative country. Like they're just if you watch TV, for example, I'll give you a great example. If you watch TV, if you watch TV in America, there's so many different types of shows, right? reality there's like kim kardashian there's like plastic surgery there's like crying there's like cnn there's so many diversity of like shows right in korea there's only one type of show but just with different hosts so i feel like this is what i thought i kept saying how are people like when you see people outside they're not conservative 
Like if you see like daily people, like they're actually like, maybe like dressing like all like hoochie mama and stuff like that. Right. And they look good. And I'm just like, well, why is it that like, like on TV, everyone needs to be like a certain type of way. Right. But I feel like it's just, I don't know. Like, I feel like, like they just, it's not a rule, but I think people are scared because they already came out as like, okay, say that like I, 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 I debuted and I'm like 16, 17 years old. And I'm like, I'm like, hi, dance me up. Like, right. Let's just say, right. Like you can't go from this and the next day be like, yo, what's up, bitch. You know what I mean? Like you can't. <laughs> like that's crazy shit right so they're just they're just consistent with their behavior and like i think that's what it is and like then that's where i come and i'm just like you know just be i've been myself from day one like like if anything i'm i feel like i'm nicer now i i don't know i'm definitely nicer have you always been this way since you debuted, since 2005? Yes. It was just not shown. It wasn't able to be executed because at that time, it was, like, too much. It was like, yo, this girl is, like, way too much. She, like, wears too much makeup. Like, she's only 16, but she has, like, a nose ring. Like, she had, I had a tongue ring at one point. Like, it was just completely out of the norm. So, like, people just didn't want to accept. But... People knew that this girl had something. Everybody would tell me that. Everybody would tell me, like, artists, like, Jess, you're going to blow up one day. And I, I would take that, and I'll, I'd be so thankful. But it would take it years and years and years and years, and nothing would change. So, you know, but I'm very happy because even though it took me over a decade to actually see money and be able to take care of my family and, you know, be able to do concerts and stuff like that. Like, it's a blessing, you know, like, you know, like I, like I said, it's all timing. And like, for me, I was able to, um, survive. I was able to like survive and be like this, like, even though it took me 10 years, you know, you're an absolute icon, and when it's time for the album, please come and actually be in our studio so we can sit eye to eye and do a real interview. You gonna fall in love with me? I, I'm sure I will. I already did. I have this energy, like, when I do shows, like, I just recently started, so I actually took a break on reality show because I kind of was going through a lot of emotions and depression and trying to figure myself out, and, like, I started just doing promotion, like, two days ago, and like everyone's just like, oh my God, Jess, I'm so glad you're back. Like you're such a breath of fresh air. And like, you know, it's hard, but it was actually like, I'm back. You know, like, let me make you guys laugh. Let me entertain you guys. Let me like change shit up a little bit, you know? And, and what the most important thing is, is that they accept me for who I am. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm very grateful and blessed. You're in absolute legend icon really truly amazing and like all of the music that jesse's put out there is waiting for you on amazon music so click that link in the description below and again when it's album time like really we'll do this show for real so thank you don't flake out on me i'm fine we will never do that jesse we were at we bridge in vegas and we were backstage first of all your performance was incredible you were in vegas and you didn't even say what's up 
They oh, wouldn't let d- us. We tried. We're Don't like, even. Where's Jesse? We we're tried looking for, for days. We, we wanted to meet you so bad, and they we said no. We were about to get on the fucking line and high touch. Yeah, we were about to high touch. We were so de- we were backstage, and they said no. Jesse's not meeting anyone. We were about to. We were about to this. <laughs> I said this is bullshit. We were about to do this. I came there for one reason, one reason only. I would have hugged you guys. Oh my god. Uh, That's all we wanted. Oh no. But next time, when I come to LA, I promise I'll meet you guys. Or whether it's Vegas, wherever, we'll meet halfway, or wherever. Uh, you really are incredible. Thank you. I appreciate you guys so much. I I feel like you guys are incredible. I love your... I This podcast is actually one of... I, I watch a lot of TikTok, and I'm just like, yeah, this, this, this dude gets a lot of good on Martin. It's like, what's his plug? Where is he getting the plug? What's his plug? <laughs> no, it's people like you showing us time and respect, and that gets circulated. And people come on, and they have for seventeen years. So, but it's real ones like you that keep us going. So, I really thank you so much for giving us time today, and can't wait to do it in real person. Thank you. No, it was an honor, and I, like I said, I cannot wait to meet you in LA. Yeah, we'll have a real podcast. We meet out of eye. We talk mad shit. You know, we spill the tea. We do all that shit. I love you. Listen to Jesse's music link in the description below. Jesse, everybody. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night, all right? You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I love you guys. Love you. Bye. 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 It's the Zach Sang Show.